1: Aloha everybody. I don't know where the blog Yeah, I'm starting to think it's voice activated, right? Because it just waits later and later. I don't know what happens there. But aloha, this is Jennifer O'Neill and joining me today is my co-host, Debbie. Hi. Hello everyone. Hi. And today we're going to be talking about something that is really uh, an interesting topic For many people, I think, that are struggling with money right now, we're noticing – we were talking the other day about everybody – it seems like there's a theme across the board of money, struggles with money, job situations – and I have a lot of questions on, you know, when am I financially, when's the financial dam going to break? When When am I going to just get a break? They can consistently worry about paying their rent and, and paying these different things. So we thought we'd do a show on spiritual money. And I would like to explain, kind of give you an idea what this is all about. Many of you who listen to us or listen to me, already knows the background and you should really have a grasp on the concept of money's an energy. It's not a material item. It doesn't work that way. Uh, nobody, even some of the best financiers in the industry, they they will even tell you money's an energy. Hence the word currency. It it it, it flows in and out of your life. Uh, Susie Orman, Rich Dad Pordan, that they all view money as an energy. And I think that that's one thing that really separates Everybody, you know, when when they're really struggling with money and when they're not, because it's hard to grasp when money's an energy. Well, if it's an energy, how do you get it and how do you make that energy flow? And it's very, very confusing when you're on, you know, a a physical side when you're when you're really not grasping the concept. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit as an energy, as a currency. Money is dictated. In and out of your life by certain by certain forces. It's dictated by universal law and what does that mean to you? Well, it one thing that it's really really dictated by is creative energy and Creative energy, just so everybody knows, there's a couple different kinds of energy. Most people veer away from the creative energy, and what creative energy is is actually your spiritual body energy. Many years ago, I actually I I didn't know much on this when I was in my 20s, but um, I have come to learn, and I've been channeling a lot of information on this. Don't think if you don't feel like you have don't have a creative side, whether being Like, I guess, for instance, if you're not an artist, not a writer, not a musician, all of those different things, that's what people really correlate to creative, and that's not what creative energy is. I mean, yes, those people are very creative, and they have a very nice creative energy flow. However, everybody has it, because that's the energy that's really tapped into your spiritual side. So... What happens is if if you don't view yourself as having creative energy and you don't really acknowledge that you have it, you sort of separate yourself from it. And so then you begin to search for money for money's sake. And it's kind of that old thing where if you watch, the, I call it the money pot, the watch money pot is never going to boil. It just doesn't work that way. So what do you do if you're in really dire straits? Well, the simple fact of the matter is it really comes down to we were talking about, and we're going to get into a little bit of a story about this, is what are people afraid of? They are afraid, you know, whatever's working or not working for you at the time is usually I'm afraid, you know, I can't pay my rent, I can't pay my light bill, I can't pay all of these things. And so they continue doing the thing that they know. They they job search by looking for the best paying job. They they are afraid to lose anything in their, their life. So they just, they stress out and they freak out and they, they, worry so much about having money that that becomes their primary focus. And the thing is, if you try to create money that way, if you try to create an income flow that way, you're going to be beating a dead horse. It just does not come into your life. You will repel it by doing that. It's kind of like the watch pot never boils. So what do you do in that situation? Well, first thing that you do is you acknowledge that money is an energy. What you're doing is not working for you and it doesn't cost you anything to try a different way because if you're very afraid already of not being able to pay the rent and not being able to pay certain things, you know, you don't really have much to lose, right? So, you need to try something different and usually something different is if you can figure out and learn how to tap into that creative side of yourself um, and it might even be creatively organizing. Whatever it is that you're passionate about, what happens is that money is very attracted to that energy you produce, very, very attracted to it. And so you'll start seeing money flow into your life a little bit more and a little bit more. And, Debbie, you had brought up a really interesting point about, okay, we were talking about what about the um, creative people out there who are not bringing in money, right? That's very true. And and so your point being... Um, Let's well, go ahead and, you know, tell me. Well,
2: what. the point was, you know, when you were talking about creative, having that creative energy, and myself being an artist, and I have a lot of um, friends who are artists, you, art right now to actually purchase the art is a luxury. So that has dried up, and that is, it, it's kind of stagnant. And that's what um, you and I were talking about yesterday. That's what I'm passionate about. I'm, I'm creating it. I'm creating this product. And it's still kind of flowing. Um, creative juices are flowing, but the money currency isn't flowing. However, the money is coming from my other source, which is my photography.
1: Which so, is another creative outlet.
2: Exactly.
1: Right. And one of the things that we also talked about was with this new venture, when people, when you start going and tapping into your creative energy and really um, where you're going to get to the part of where you're enhancing, you know, spiritual money and working with those laws, et cetera, is when we were talking about that, you were saying how this new Bloomies thing was more, it was in an incubation type stage and you weren't quite sure where you were going to go with it yet. And that's something that I think a lot of creative artists and people don't quite know is what's my goal you know where where am i right yes where where what direction what destination do i want this to to unfold for me is it a hobby you know is it something that i want to see develop into several avenues so people who are creative and not making money in that area a couple of different things usually If you do decide to start following your passion and and moving that direction and tapping into your your creative energy, the other thing that I've noticed is you don't always have to have all your eggs in one basket. Most creative energy, when you're really in the flow of creative energy, people assume that it's just one avenue. I've noticed that most people, when they're in the flow of creative energy, when the money really starts flowing in, they don't stick to one path, but they usually have three. Does that make sense? And so. They usually have, like, for instance, in your case, you would have your photography, you would have um, the bloomies and and that thing, and then you would have, like, the gratitude garden and stuff that you were doing. Do you see how that's, like, a trifold? Right. But you also have other things going on. You have a book that you're, you're going to want to write or you're getting ready to write. See, all of these things add to the intensity of that creative energy. But what happens is then your eggs are not all in one basket. So you have money at different times flowing in from different areas. And so you don't want to limit that creative energy. You want to allow that to grow. And for instance, I want to give you an example on my end. Um, I do psychic readings, which is one avenue, but I also do books, which is another avenue, but I also am a radio show host, which is another avenue, so I have three very different things, and if you want to take that one step further, I didn't just stop with one book, because that creativity didn't just stop with that one book, I wrote five books, but not only that, since I started writing my sixth book, I have four more to write after that because what happens is you open up that dam to creativity and more ideas and more things start coming in. And of course, since I've written several books, I'm not I'm not concerned of having one income because I have to pay the light bill just like everybody else. And so I'm not as concerned about having one book bring that income. That would be too much pressure. But it's divided up amongst many, if that makes sense. And one of the other things yeah. that we wanted, we wanted to talk about. Was uh, moving past the fear because people have decided the thing is, is as we're moving into this new consciousness era with the Mayan calendar and all of that what's happening is the way the energy and the way the money flow works and all of that is beginning to shift and that's when you've seen all the collapses with you know the, the and the stock market's going up and down everything was was very materialistic and left-brained and it's going into a very spiritual time and with that the money flow's shifting and it's shifting into where you have to be in that creative energy or where it's a good idea to be in that creative energy in order to manifest those things you cannot stay in the very left-brained linear i have to go through the newspaper find the best paying job it's pay my bills you can't do that and have the money flow freely it doesn't work in that manner so it's really important for you to let go of your old beliefs and how that you used to work and you may be working at a 7-eleven you may be working as a librarian or at a school or something of that nature that doesn't mean go quit your job tomorrow that means start enhancing the creative side yourself, start opening that area, getting more in touch with the spiritual side yourself, which is all creative, and ideas will begin to flow and opportunities will come in. But you have to – when you get to the point, let's say that you – there was a point at, at which when I had to – you know, switch from working on the side to being a full-time psychic. One of the scariest things I've ever done. It was, it was horribly scary. I thought, what if the income doesn't come in, you know, it depends on my clients and that happened for about a week. And then I wasn't allowed to do that anymore because if I was going to do it, I was going to do it full time. But the other thing that I wanted to bring up that me and you talked about the other day was, I mean, even, you have to always be pushing past your fear. You have to be, it, it, you know for people who were worried about um you know maybe even losing their house or maybe even losing all of these things, I read a really good book and it was called "The Four Hour Work Week." I think that people should read that, especially um the way that we're doing the new job searching and you know in there, he had addressed one of his own fears about going abroad, and that was if he had decided to take a year off and go abroad, he was working way too many hours what What could be the worst thing that could happen? And he had decided, well, my business could fail. Um, you know, all my stuff I put in storage could would probably be stolen. And at some point in time, um, he, you know, would probably have no job, no money, and would have to start over from square one. And then he started realizing, okay, if that was the case – I could certainly live on somebody's couch for you know, and just a short amount of time. I could uh, obviously work a bartending job or something just to bring some money in, but he could always start over. And I don't think that that's what people under- get very much. What you really need to realize is when you're in that dire of straits, you can still be happy even if you lose a lot of things. When we moved to Hawaii, that was one of the scariest things we ever did or I ever did personally. And the reason for that was at one point in time, we had owned three houses, had a nice house. And when we moved to Hawaii, we took a huge chance. We had no jobs. We had no furniture. We had not shipped our furniture. I lived, We lived on air mattresses for five months. And like I was telling you the other day, one of the most uh, craziest things that I learned about myself during that experience is I could... I, I we had nothing. We we had nothing when we moved out here. I realized that I can live with almost nothing, like literally almost nothing. It wouldn't have mattered if I auctioned everything because we had nothing. We had air mattresses. We had a table somebody had given us. We had outside furniture or chairs that somebody had left at the house. And that's what we lived on for five months. No couch. and We had TVs. And, you know, that was a hard, hard time for me. But I really wanted a better way for us, for my family, than I wanted to continue doing what we had been doing all those other years. It wasn't working for us. We were under too much money stress. There was a lot of things going on. The economy was affecting our business. And so we got down to the basics. And I realized we not only could live through that, but we thrived through that. And so what happened personally with me is, Uh, I realized you start to begin to realize what truly makes you happy. And for me, I realized having my bed off the floor, oh, my God, I would so taken that for granted. It was on the floor for all that time, and I was like, this is the coolest invention ever. I don't know who came up with it, but I love not having my bed on the floor. And so there was that. I realized I enjoyed having a couch that my family could sit around and watch movies and a table that was big enough for my family to have family dinner at. Those were the basics we had got down to, but we had switched from what we were doing, what was not working to a new thing where we shed everything. We let go of everything, scariest thing we've ever done. And it was hard. Five months of that was really emotional. I was up and down trying to figure out and find my own happiness. And then I found a new way. I had tapped in my spiritual side, my creative side, and things really began to flow with us. So I think that people have a hard time letting go when they have to downsize their home, when they have to sell some of their vehicles, and sometimes that's okay. I mean, it's okay to do that because that really allows you to figure out what happiness is in your life. So... It may happen. If you're at rock bottom, you may have to sell those things and start over. But it's okay. If your health is good, it's okay. And so that's the time to really tap into your creative energy. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, it does. Like you and I were talking about uh, the other day when we moved from Hawaii back to San Diego. And when we were in Hawaii, everything was great. And we, we moved with um, because of my husband's company. So, in Hawaii everything was was wonderful, awesome. Photography jobs were the weddings were coming and money was flowing. And then when we moved back to San Diego, you know, it was it was a it was a a dry desert. For
1: me, it was
2: there was nothing and so I allowed that to affect me and my whole worth of what am I doing? What do, what do I do now? Where am I going to go? And just trying to get the business flowing back here. When, and actually what had happened was I opened myself up to traveling back to Hawaii to do the weddings. But meanwhile, here it was, um, it was, it was difficult because I was in that major, major transition of having money flowing, jobs coming in, and, and nothing. And that is how I created the Bloomies. Because the Bloomies, uh, my husband had given me a um, bookmark with uh printed matter on it. And I thought, is anybody actually planting these with seed infused paper? So then I thought, what if I wrote down what I wanted and helped me to nurture and find out exactly what's in my heart? And that's how the Bloomies got started. And so putting all my creativity into that my creative currency into the bloomies into the art photographing nature getting getting out there in that sense kind of lifted me out of that sadness and then you know the money started flowing again with that i mean it's it's
1: but then I'm you possibly- you also said when you started going tapping into your creative side and really experiencing the bloomies and going away from worrying about the money drying up and really tapping into that the um, wedding income picked up again, right? Yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. and that and you had really um, shed some major light on that for me because I asked you. I said, "Why is that? Why am I following my passion? I love doing this. I love connecting with people. I love talking to people about this." And then. Here I'm getting photography jobs and I, I haven't advertised the whole time since I've been here and it's just all been word of mouth and I'm so very grateful for that. And you had said you had pointed out that in Hawaii, in that when I was in that major flow of of creating money, uh creating the jobs and receiving money, you said I had a clear defined path. I am a wedding photographer, I'm gonna go photograph wedding, I'm gonna get paid for it. And so I had full on major clarity. Then now I am I am an artist. I am I created the Bloomies. I'm also a Feng Shui consultant and I also I'm a workshop facilitator and I and I'm gathering all these things and you had mentioned I don't have a set clear defined where am I fully going with this because i feel like i'm almost um kind of i i'm learning and i'm gathering more tools and gifts along the way and i haven't i know i feel like i'm almost uh in 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 i'm learning like like in a school like in a university again and you have mentioned it's like a book there's the introduction. There's the chapters. Chapters. There's a, there's the middle, and then there is is the ending of the book. And you also likened it to being in the um, an incubator, becoming like you know a baby. <laughs> right.
1: But that's you're true. in the beginning. That's- stages, you're in the beginning stages of this, and as you learn and develop and you get further into your book or your baby starts to you know, grow, you, people get impatient where they want it to be the end of the book or they want their baby to be walking, and it doesn't work that fast. There has to be a learning curve and a learning process, but meanwhile, usually as long as you're on that path of trying to figure that out and, and really enjoying it, income will come in somewhere else. So mm-hmm. you, you know, just like it's happening with you, even for me in particular, for everybody out there, I just did psychic readings and and a few other things, but psychic readings was a bulk of my income for a very long time, and um I you know th- it goes up and down because it depends on clients and when they call so. When I started writing my books, when I really got into doing that, and I loved it, and I was doing it for me, I was excited to give the information to everybody, but my readings, I just got calls after calls after calls on on my readings. They wanted to schedule here and schedule there, so one creative outlet will support another while you're while you're moving in that direction, but with your photography, that had been, you'd been doing that for a few years, and so your new baby was being supported by the photography same with me. my new baby of the writing was being supported by the stuff I'd been doing for a while, so it will support you but the way that everybody's doing it right now, they don't understand that if they're not tapping into the spiritual side of themselves and that creative money the creative flow the money doesn't flow in the like it will i mean you if you're tapped into that you really need to be tapped into that spiritual side of yourself which is that creative energy now like i told you just to be clear and then we're going to take some calls not everybody has to be an artist or do any of those things. It, you could be creative at um, consulting people, businesses. You could be creative. You could even be a creative accountant. There, you, creativity could come out when you're account- doing accounting things. And just as long as you're tapping into that energy, you're really pretty good. It, if you deny that energy and just go after money for money's sake, what happens, I've noticed, is the money will dry up. If you're not nurturing the spiritual side of yourself, it almost dries up to force you to try to find a better to, to tap into that. It's like it kind of withholds it so that you can you can find that part of yourself again and it's not like a punishment, it's just that's where the energetic flow is. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And okay. Absolutely. And also what I learned in the whole process is it is a process And the journey has been incredibly fulfilling. And, yes, I got – I completely learned so much about myself and where I am going. And I realized that nothing is going to happen unless I take action. And, like we said, push through
1: that fear. Just step out there and know that
2: money follows action.
1: You have to push through the fear. You have to realize what you're doing is not working. You have to be willing to tap into the creative side, whatever that may be. You understand that that's a process. Don't quit one thing that's supporting you just to be creative. That doesn't work. But you you want to enhance that creative side and really um, enhance that into your life. You want to be not afraid to move forward with it. And you'll start seeing a change. You'll start seeing something different. Absolutely. But you must take action. You cannot You cannot just sit back and and just visualize being creative. You want to actually be doing that because that magnifies that energy and that when your creative energy is magnifying, money is attracted to creative energy. It's just the way it works. That's that's how it goes. Let's take one of the callers here so maybe we can help give them some examples. We have area code 248.
0: Hello. Hi. Hi. (laughs) What's on here? My okay. name is Marcia. Marcia? Oh, yes. Okay. Um I was well, you know, you guys pretty much answered my question already because yeah, everything dried up for me. You know, I, I was um I lost my job and I just recently lost my assistance and you know, now I I have no kind of money coming in. And I know exactly what I want to do. You know, as far as my creative side, I have so many things that run through my head and I'm trying to work towards it, but it's like I can't get there. You know, well, it's like, for okay. Instance,
1: what do you want to do? For instance, what is your creative talent?
0: I love to cook and okay. I want to come out with my own hot dog brand.
1: Okay. Well, I,
0: things, now,
1: have you ever considered actually cooking for people in their homes? Uh, no, I haven't. That is something that I see that you could probably get work with right away. As this as this is beginning to happen, and I'll tell you why. There's a couple of different reasons, and it's something that I can see you doing. And this is a really great call because this is what I'm talking about, about diversifying your creative energy. As long as you stick to the theme of what your passion is or what you're feeling good about, like cooking – You're good. And so uh, besides doing the thing that you just said you wanted to do, diversify your talents. I believe that if you get a clear idea of doing two or three different things with this, one of them being cooking for people in their homes, Uh, Two is people are one thing is people who are doing well in their careers don't have time to cook in their homes and they don't want to go out and eat. The theme of the new, um, you know, spiritual energy that's coming in is people want to eat more organic, they want to eat healthier, and they don't want to eat out as much. And so right. they want to be able to have some home-cooked meals, And if you offer that is actually becoming pretty large out here in Hawaii if you start offering your services, making up cards and, and talking about that you cook organically or cook organic foods and put a menu together that they can choose from, I believe that you'll actually get work pretty quickly.
0: Oh, wow, okay, yeah, I never thought about that. Matter of fact, my cousin lives out there in Hawaii, and she just posted on Facebook, she says, I wish someone was here who can cook for me.
1: Exactly. I personally know people, and I'm not, and these aren't rich people. These are people that um, work even blue collar jobs. But what happens is when both the husband and the wife work um, and they have children, they don't have time to always come home and and cook. So um, I know a few people myself that will pay to have somebody come in and cook for them one to two days a week. And so the cooks, what they do is they offer a menu and they um, schedule different meals for different families. See? and so even if they just have one night of someone coming in and cooking they know they get a healthy meal and that it's already done for them and it's worth paying the money for and if you boost that um, maybe that you do organic cooking as well as whatever other type of cooking and make sure that you kind of define your cooking of of what you specialize in because people love that and it will set you apart. Say, I'm specialized in this type of cooking, but I do all others, and I also do organic. Make sure you always do organic if you're doing something like that. I'm telling you, I really see you getting work fast, like weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. So does see now, see how that ties into this.
1: And I mean, I know that you can feel that energy of what we're talking about. Do you? you can you feel that? Of what? Oh yeah. Putting that menu together, and I know you have ideas going already. And do you? See, yeah. Do you feel that? Now, see what that's what that spiritual energy. That's that. That's that. That feeling that money's attracted to. That's how that energy that you have right there. That feeling that's the flow that's where you want to try to stay in and diversify you can diversify your business you can even do ones where you cook meals and then pre-do them for them and just drop them at their home you could do ones where you do it in their home at their home and you could do ones where you're doing your own thing where you're creating your did you say a hot dog or something i can't remember yeah where you're also creating that and then when you create that you have a basis to sell the hot dogs to the people that you're
0: cooking for Right, right. Okay. Yeah, because I was, you know, I uh, I wanted to come out with a um like a tofu and vegetable like, you know, it, it looks like a hot dog, just more to get people to eat more healthy.
1: There you go. Oh, well there you go. You're a healthy cook, which is what I was seeing you do anyways. See? Okay. Yeah. yeah, and could you
2: even could you even do classes for people?
1: Could you oh, even yeah. have
2: people mhm? Do some, oh, yeah. some kind of classes in someone's home?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, you could yeah. do you could do cooking parties for the ladies. That's another big one where a bunch of ladies get together and the, and you cook with them, and they kind of all drink wine, and then they each get to do a little bit of their own thing and learn to do this new dish.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Teach yeah. other people okay. how to how to cook healthier.
1: Yes. Right. And so there, I'm telling you, if you start on this, I really think that you you'll be shocked at how fast that you'll get your first job. Once you, okay, lay yeah. out the, once you lay out the menu, but the, here, this, this is what I'm talking about, which I was talking to Debbie about the other day. Now, we've taken that idea that you had, just like we kind of took Debbie's idea, and now we've clearly defined it. And so now right. your idea and your energy has a place to go. It has a destination. Does that make sense? And so once oh, you yeah. do that, and with anybody else out there listening, once you make that destination and clearly define it, that's when the flow really gets powerful.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. All right.
1: To put that into works. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> you have a good night. Good luck, you Marcia. Too. Good luck Thank with that. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was really fun. Too bad she doesn't live wow. out here. Probably hire her in for
2: <laughs> Yeah, you know, and you could just feel the call, the whole, everything shift.
1: Right. I mean, it was amazing. That was amazing. Yes. Yes, it was, and that's the, one of the coolest things about all that, yeah? hmm And so we have another caller on the line, but um, it, it seems like it's taking a minute. Area code 404. Aloha. Hi, aloha. Thanks for okay. taking my call. What can we help you I, with? I
2: um, Actually, I, I enjoy the subject, and I have a lot of things coming up, which I need finances for. I don't know
1: where the money is coming from, but... I'm trying to stay positive. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you.
2: I have a lot of things coming up in the next few months.
1: And you're ch- yeah, and money for, yeah?
2: Yes, and I need to know where the money is coming from. Do you see any
1: possibilities? Um. Well, you know, see, this is a classic example of uh, what, are, what. what's your income stream like right now? Are you not getting anything in at all? Um. I oh, feel like... no, I have a um a regular job. Okay, so what do you... 10, I get I'm a tech... technician. Uh, so you do technician work. And then what do you feel like, is there anything that you feel like that... Because here's the thing. With this situation, I'm feeling the same way that I do with a lot of people, whereas do you do anything that taps into that creative side of yourself that actually... You know that you're passionate about because your job's very left brain, so that means it's very linear. It's very, um, very cut and dry. Does that make sense? Exactly, it is. Yeah. And so, what do you do as far as creative stuff or even creative stuff that may even eventually bring in an income? Like, wh- what are you? What are your interests? What are you interested in? Well, outside of that, just with my friends, I'll give them like coaching advice and. How to run their own businesses
2: and <laughs> have, have you know with life, that- but I've never charged anybody.
1: Okay, why? <laughs> I <laughs> guess because they're friends. And okay. just
2: is a natural so knack for me.
1: That's your that's my point though, right there. Okay, and this is a great call because this is what happens when you go from doing it for free to actually making money at it. You don't need to charge your friends, but what that does is, how good does that feel when you're doing that? And 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 I really see you doing a lot of business consulting. You have a knack for not not as it's really strong in business, like where you can see different areas or you can structure things differently. Does that make sense? I mean, I'm seeing business being really strong. Yeah? Clearly, yes. So so you could do that with um, other people. You just don't, you don't charge your friends. So you can continue to do that with your friends. And what would you say your success rate with your friends is? Because I feel like it's pretty good.
2: It's pretty good. They call me all the time for advice. Okay, just me different so, scenarios and want to know how they should handle it, and the outcome is always good
1: right and that's <laughs> Because you're very in tune to your um, intuition at that point in time in business consulting. And so what I would do is I would do the same thing I suggested with the other girl, but I would actually make some cards and start ta- start telling people that you do business consulting on the side. Maybe, um, you know, do it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, but you don't have to just do that in your area because this is something – see, this is a really amazing – job to start pursuing because you don't just have to do it in your your hometown or your town you have the whole entire world you can go after literally the whole world they need business business consulting everywhere europe here australia all over the place and so your income can very much not be limited to your town or even the united states economy
0: now how amazing is that
1: does that make sense that's amazing Yes, and so if you start pursuing that and defining, and that's what I'm talking about when people have that creative spiritual energy, but they haven't clearly defined it. If you start actually defining it and decide that, you know what, I'm good at what I've done, and I've done a lot of things for people in the past, they would probably give you some recommendations to put on a website or to give people if they want recommendations. All you need to do is structure it out. And put, um, you know, the other thing that I actually see that you may end up doing is I feel like you have a pretty good basic outline of things that you notice that people make mistakes on in business a lot. Does that make sense? Yes. Clearly, yeah. it does. But like, yes, you know, like top ten things. The other thing that I would look into doing, if I was you, is actually putting that into an ebook form or putting it into some type of document um, where you can actually it, put it into an ebook because that kind of stuff sells and it sells really well. And you can self-publish it on the Amazon on the um, Kindle Select program for nothing. The only have to, you only have to pay for the cover design and you have to pay for editing, and that just depends on you. But see, there's already two avenues that you could do with that that you're uh, that can bring in more income than what you're doing right now you could also hold a business class so you could do personal consulting you could write the things that you already know down on a spreadsheet ebook form or just like an essay document and those documents can be 20 pages they don't even have to be like 200 you could do that, and you could hold a local class for like ten bucks or whatever or fifteen dollars a person, and go over um basically use a good tagline, but boosting your business or uh, um empowering women business owners or something like that. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, clearly, I feel great about that, yes, and, and there's
2: th- such a huge market <laughs> out there for that. there's a need out there for that,
1: and did you uh-huh. also know? That women are actually, they, I think it was the New York Times that were saying this, but it's all over the place. Women are becoming the main breadwinners of the homes. There's being, there's being a gender shift, and they're starting to be some of the most powerful women in business. But they also don't know some of the women have a hard time structuring money and business, business money. They've actually mm-hmm. taken polls of people that have hard ti- t- hard times with that, so you could ver- very much fill that void. There's a there's a um, a website called Daily Worth, Know Your Daily Worth, and it's geared towards women and it's geared towards teaching them how to manage money because they all bring in a lot of money, but that hasn't been an area that they've relied that they've learned enough about. And so I think she's going to be over five hundred thousand people this year. It, this 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 area that you are gifted in, you are at the brink mm-hmm. of an explosion of being able to help this area. This area. So uh-huh. if, you, if you pursue it, about there's it? Your money. There's your money right there. Okay. I, I I'm telling it, you, it, it it's actually I, I feel that if you did pursue these avenues, the classes, um, the consulting and um all of those things that we were talking about the ebook and, and you'd probably end up with two ebooks actually i feel if you pursue those areas you would actually probably end up leaving your day job oh wow yeah
2: <laughs> okay
1: so that's what well, I'm, i
2: have to start somewhere so yeah,
1: definitely out you have to start somewhere if i had never written my first book i sure as heck wouldn't have written five you know mhm so um, you have to start somewhere. Look into those things and go with whatever feels strongest to you at the time. Okay? Okay. Okay, great. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You have a wonderful day. Good luck. Bye, Maya. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, we Bye. have another caller on the air, and it is area code. Let's see if it's going to click in. Skype is all crazy today. Um, we have an area code.
2: Four
1: zero four. Another four zero four. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you?
3: I am doing wonderful, thank you. This is Lolita from Georgia.
1: Hi, Lolita.
3: What can we help you Hi. with? Um, quick question for you. Um I had a job interview within a job today and um the interview went well. Um I was told I was a top two. The choices, um, but I did not get chosen chosen but i I was wondering, do you feel a position will be created out of that interview that went today?
1: I'm sorry, say that last part again. do
3: you feel the like very... an interview uh, do you feel like a position will be created just for me after my interview that I did today?
1: Well, it feels like you're moved into a different position. I don't know if it's a new creative position or a different type of position, but it feels like they want to put you somewhere different or, they, you know, they don't want to lose uh, your expertise. Do you do you have a background in sales or do you ever do sales? That's what I'm in right now. Okay. Because um, that's where I'm seeing definitely this position being is in sales. And it's like you're really strong in sales too, yeah? So um, – Uh, that I'm, I'm just seeing you be in the sales position. So it feels like it's not necessarily the position you applied for, but like, it's really weird. It's, it just feels different. It's not like under that position. It's like to the side of that position, which means it's just a different um, division or something, but it it works for you. It works for, for, for the company. So it'll be up to you whether you take that job or not. It, what else are you doing? Is this something that you wanna do? do? Because I feel like you you've kinda of made a career out of this, yeah? Um
3: I gotta make it a career at the present moment until I get my business off the ground.
1: Which is um, at
3: the end of the day. Huh?
1: What's your what's your business?
3: It's gonna be an ice cream store. I'm just waiting okay. on funding to come return to me, that's all. Okay.
1: So yeah, and um make sure when you do in, is this ice cream store something that you wanted to do for a while? For a whole year, yes. It's been physically okay, on paper running for a year. Okay. Um, you want to make sure that this is a little bit different, too, than than other ice cream stores. So if you're going to do it this is. ice cream, yeah, you want to make sure it's either, like, are you doing, like, gourmet or something, gourmet ice cream, or a higher end, or what are you doing differently? No, I it? no really want to say it on
3: air, but it's a mix that no one has in the United States. It's all about educational
1: And bringing love
3: back to the place of home. So that is the whole concept behind this.
1: Well, because I kind of feel like the reason is, is I feel like you've been in sales for a while, but I feel like um, your actual direction of where you're supposed to go is different. And so that would be more in the area of your, your own business. It's good to have for now. And I do feel like they offer you something. So, okay. Yep. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You have a wonderful day. All All right. Thank you. And if anybody wants more consulting or they have, you know, more questions for us, um, you definitely want to check out our websites. Mine's the with an S. Com. Um, You want to put your email in if you want to find out any more books or any of that stuff that I'm going to be doing. Because I have, like I said, like four more coming out. Some are on love. Some are on money. And you want to check out Debbie's website, which is the ilovebloomies.com. And we're going to take another caller, and then uh, we're going to talk about one of Debbie's gratitude gardens that she has coming up in case that you're in the area. It's going to be really amazing. So we have area code 323.
2: Hello. Hi. Oh, hi. Thank you for taking my call. This is Camille calling you from California.
1: Hi, Camille. What can we help you with? Okay,
2: so um like a previous caller, I am an intuitive life coach. Okay? Yes, and just uh well, I'm coming with this after years of not only education but personal experience, hands-on experience. Okay? Um doing not just tarot but also um a little bit of business consulting as well. Um what energies Do you see radiating around this? Okay.
1: Well, a couple of different things. When you say not just uh, educational but hands-on experience, what do you mean exactly?
2: Um, Just life. I've got big experience in um, grief. I've experienced tremendous losses of loved ones.
1: Well, the other things that I'm seeing with you is you have a lot of angel energy around you. Uh, Do you do angel – are you interested in angels? Do you do angel card readings? Is there – does that make sense at all to you with the angel stuff?
2: It does. It does in a way. I I am not particularly uh, someone who does angel card reading, but I read tarot cards, and I know that there are a few tarot cards specifically in a more traditional deck that do feature angels. And I have done what <clears throat> it is called the Lesser Vanishing Pentagram Ritual, where you invoke the four archangels, um, and I'll do that periodically.
1: Okay. Well, here's so, the thing. Um, I actually feel that you should um, lo- look into that or integrate that more into your stuff, because I feel like what you're doing now is very generic. Um, you're kind of lost in it. A wash of everything, you know, but I feel like your forte is really, you really can connect with angels and angel um, energies if you choose to, and so, and I also am seeing angel energy, and it feels like you transfer that energy or you transfer those into grief type situations um, where you're actually getting messages to loved ones that have had, because there's a type of mediumship that you do as well, does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, you haven't quite developed that completely yet. You haven't, I feel like you haven't clearly defined what you want to do. You're sort of moving into that energy right now. Does that make sense to you? Um, you know, so you really need to define what it is that you want to do for your clients. What is it that you want to do with this ability and what you can do? I see you working with clients that have had loved ones that have passed over. Not everybody can do that. And that psychics are also all all mediums are psychics not all psychics are mediums and so you have an ability to bridge that gap you also have an ability to call in angel energy and work with people's angels and they tend to love that you can get you would you will be able to get the angels names that they're working with and so i'd like to see you define your skill a little bit better on where it is you want to take this and who you want to help exactly for instance, for me, um, one of the things that I do when I'm doing psychic readings is it's really important for me to help people develop and, and follow their passion and, and really live their life to the best of their ability. I don't want to just tell them where they're going to you know, be traveling next year. And so what I do is I help them figure out where they're going and what truly makes their soul just feel like amazing. And then I work them through the blocks so they're not limited in what they're doing. And with with that comes um, spiritual growth and income and all of that. So I really want to enhance their soul in in a matter of speaking. I don't just want to tell them what the future is. I also want to teach my clients how to develop their own psychic ability and intuition because I think that's that holds people back in their own life, and I don't think it's taught enough. Those are the two things that I really like to do is really help people develop that and and get to where they want to go in their life, career, and, and happiness-wise. And so I really feel like you can do a lot with grief stuff, and you can do a lot with people who've had loved ones as possible, and you can do a lot with angels. So, so I would like to see you define that a bit more, but again, I see that you're in a little bit of the early stages does does that make sense? Because then you're all, you're setting yourself apart from everybody else. Um, I also see you doing some classes, like Debbie mentioned before. Debbie, do you have anything to
0: ask for?
2: Her? Oh. Uh, it's, I'm thinking of the, your word diversify. Mm-hmm. So just diversify the classes, the the reaching out, um, a workshop, maybe do a, a, a help people do a grief workshop, and um, I just I just keep going back to that. Um, you say diversify your talent
1: but instead of having those be general classes make sure that they're clearly defined and what your goal is what your client is going to get from that does that make sense because i i just feel like i'm sure that you're you know you're going to be excellent at what you do but if you stay very general at what you do there's just masses of people that do that so you want to stand out you want to be specific does that make sense
2: Of course, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was
2: thinking more like um, helping people release any sort of blockages, help define what it is they want out of life, like goal setting, um, anything with um, like holding the other person accountable in whatever thing that they wish to accomplish and helping them figure out now what steps can I take to start from here and get myself there and just help facilitate that process.
1: Right, well that is fine as long as you, if that's the way you want to do, but you want to come up with a name that's very clear, like defining your path. Do you know what I, you know? Um, Getting from A A to B. And then make sure you do that. I'm still seeing classes. I'm seeing classes with you and um, I think whether you want to or not, I'm still seeing a lot of mediumship coming your way in the future. So that might be fun or not so fun. I don't know. <laughs> if
0: you don't, I don't want know. to,
1: don't tell people you do. <laughs> they might find you anyway. But um, hmm. definitely, I, I would like to see you start with some classes because I think that that would really get all. Well, right? Okay. All right. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye, Neil. Okay. Thank you, Bye-bye. Take care. Okay, so tell um, for everybody. We want to talk a a minute about your uh, gratitude garden that you have coming up. Do you want to talk about that a second? Sure.
2: Yes. So, um, very excited to announce that I just got approved today to have a start growing another gratitude garden. Uh, We have one here in Vista at the Alta Vista Botanical Gardens, and there will be another one. It's at Rogers Community Garden at the campus of UCSD. And this all came about because I took action (laughs) and stepped way out of my comfort zone and stood up to volunteer for an upcoming TEDx event that I'm so excited about. And um, our TEDx event is July 14th. And it is being held at the La Jolla Playhouse. There's about 120 tickets left. We have an awesome lineup of speakers. And we're going to be having a demo lounge um, outside of of this area. So different companies are going to be coming. Uh, For example, um, uh, the Tesla car, the new electric Tesla car will be there. Uh, Microsoft will be there showing new Xbox games. And Boobies will be there showing what you can do with an intention or or a wish to, you know, write it down, watch it go. And then we are going to ask all the attendees to write down what it is that they're thankful for. And then I'm going to collect all the bloomings and we're going to go and start another gratitude garden in San Diego. So, That just all happened today. Yeah,
1: really. And if they want to come to the TEDx or the do the gratitude garden, can they go to your website and find information?
2: Yes. Yeah. If you find me on Facebook, if you go to I Love Bloomies on Facebook, the information will be
1: right there. Okay. Add
2: me, absolutely. Yes.
1: So you totally want to do that. And be involved in the Gratitude Garden. If you are anywhere in San Diego, you will have an amazing time. It will be awesome. And you might meet Debbie. And so, anyways, we have another caller, too. It's area code 561. Can you hear us? Aloha, 561. Skype is being really touchy today, so I don't know if they can hear me or not hear me. Uh, 561, are you there? All right, so I guess we, if you're there, you can chime in. Um, But so anyways, you definitely want to, let's re-summarize a lot of this stuff. If you're in a situation where the money is beginning to dry up, if it's very linear and less brain and it's beginning to, again, dry up, what happens is that tends to happen when the creative energy stops flowing. Um, It's just very much like what we were talking about uh, in my own situation. When I began to write books, my readings just blew up out of craziness. It was just one reading after another after another. And so if you start seeing, and just like with Debbie, uh, once that she started working on the Bloomies, her photography stuff just took off like crazy. If your money situation, if it begins to dry up, start realizing that you really are not tapping into the creative side of yourself and you can panic all you want to, but it doesn't do any good. I mean like literally you can panic, you can be scared you're going to lose. You're going to have to downsize your house. You're going to have to do all these things. And if that becomes the case, more often than not, as long as you have your health, you're going to be okay. You're going to make it through that. It's a scary, scary time if you if you happen to be one of those people who have had to downsize or have had to sell their house or have had to do these things. But a lot of people have been in that boat. And what happens, the most amazing gift that you get out of that is you really figure out what makes you happy. So instead of panicking about it at the time, start following your creative energy start really moving in that direction you will know the minute that you are following the creative energy because you get that feeling in your chest you start getting really excited like some of those callers did and you get a lot of ideas and money will begin to flow into your life whether it be through the mailbox or whether it be through a job that you got through the creative energy or whether the money just starts coming in you get more hours at the other work that you're doing so spiritual money is really a tap tapped into that creative energy it's powerful it's huge you can watch the money pot all you want it will not make it boil and you can panic and you can continue to do the same thing you're doing but what i'm suggesting to those people that the money has dried up when you're very very concerned is take action don't be afraid to try something new Don't think the world is coming to an end if you do have to sell your house or even if you do have to sleep on somebody's couch. If your health is good, you can always rebuild. You can rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. Um, Most everybody I know, I've known many people that have been in that situation and have had to live on somebody's couch. And I'll tell you what, everybody really hasn't – they've benefited from it. They've figured out what it is that they truly – Need. You don't need that much. You don't need four cars. You don't need a 12 or 15. 15,000 square foot house or 2,000 square foot house you don't need all of those things it's okay to let some of them go what you do need is you need to nourish your soul you need to be able to find passion and you in what you do you need to be able to tap into the creative side of yourself that allows your spiritual body and your physical body to line up you couldn't be stronger more healthy uh, have the most amazing stuff happen to you when you line that up, and more opportunity will come your way. Uh, do you have anything to end with on that, Debbie? You know, I just I love that we did
2: the show because some people, even just the talk of money, turns people it, fear comes up. So I'm so glad that we talked about this, and you talked about the the the, the whole new spiritual energy is also with money, and money is a currency, and that just like everything that's coming new, this new spiritual energy coming in, it's also, it helps us to look at money differently. Yes, look at money
1: differently. mm -hmm, Well, mm -hmm. you made the best point uh, that I want to keep reiterating, which is, and if you are a spiritual healer or an artist or a photographer or anything that you're a musician that you feel like you are being creative and the money's not flowing, you haven't clearly defined your path. You haven't uh-huh. defined a path for that energy to go. You haven't given it a destination. You haven't clearly made a plan of action for that for your art or for your music. You really want to sit down and figure out, where do I want this energy to go? Do I just want it to go out there in willy-nilliness, or do I want to make sure it goes to events? Do I want to make sure that it goes into people's lives at, the, at XYZ? How can I enhance other people's lives with what I do, this beauty, this, this sound, this this healing work that I do? What people do I really want to, to benefit from my stuff? Where? What type of people, what surface? Service? Do I feel like I can really Offer people that's different than somebody Else what is my special Gift in this area and you Really want to define that don't Be vague about it everybody's Vague there's too much vague out there There's too many artists and musicians And healers and energy workers And psychics that are very vague in what their gift is they don't define What it is that they want to Accomplish by just Having this gift You know does that make sense
2: yeah, and I also I like the callers that we had: Marcia, Lolita, Danielle, and and our, the other caller. And it was almost like, uh, also, people need a that permission to move forward, to step forward, and it, it's almost like waiting for someone to say, "You, it's okay, it's okay," and it, it's kind of going back to that that fear of well, I've been, you know, giving my friends all this great advice and. I don't know if I can start charging now.
1: So, yeah, there's a reason you yeah. have great advice. But the thing is, mm-hmm. is if, you, if you jump into this, uh, when you said something really important just then, if you jump into the spiritual energy, this creative energy that everybody has, nobody does not have this, if you jump into that, you're actually ahead of the curve. You're on the cutting edge. People aren't quite getting this yet there so some people might be going oh what are you doing you know that just seems weird and you need to go get a job at this um you know big company and you need to do this see that's old news people aren't realizing that when you get into your creative energy you're ahead of the curve you're in front of the pack you're you're really getting it you're getting where the are going to be you're getting where the new energy is going to be you're tapping in with the universal laws and the money you're you're moving in a really positive direction that's you want to be ahead of the curve and that is tapping into that creative energy and like i said you can be an accountant a lawyer whatever and still tap it you can do it it's not an artist a healer etc so uh, make sure that you uh, tap into that energy. You get a better balance. It's the most amazing feeling when you do that. Diversify, diversify, diversify um, that talent. Don't just think it takes one path. Creative energy usually takes three. Sometimes it takes more. And so diversify what it is that you can do. And definitely check out Debbie's uh, website, the bloomies.com Be on Facebook and befriend her on Twitter. She's here all the time on Facebook, does amazing stuff. And that's where you will find information on the up-and-coming Gratitude Garden. So make sure that you join her there. And if you want more information, me consulting or books otherwise because I have a lot of books that are going to be coming out this year and I will be teaching you a lot of other things you want to go to my website hawaiihealings.com with an S and you want to make sure you put your name in my VIP email list because then you'll be the first to know when the books are coming out and you also want to befriend me on Facebook and Twitter so thank you for joining us today tap into your creative side feel the flow of the spiritual money coming in and until